Alright Lone Star Gunners, welcome to the podcast. This is Lone Star Gun Talk, the official podcast of Lone Star Gun Rights, and I am your host as always, Derek Wills. Thank you so much for being here. We have a lot of awesome news to get to, uh, and that's why you tune in, because we cover it the way that you want it covered, and that is the way that it needs to be covered. But first, before we get into all that, I want to thank our sponsor here at Lone Star Gun Talk, and that is Provident Metals. Provident Metals is an online bullion dealer based right here in this Lone Star State, and they are offering exclusive discounts to our listeners. Go to www.providentmetals.com slash guntalk.html, and you can find their, their list of exclusive items for discount to our listeners. Make sure to enter the promo code GUNTALK at checkout and you'll receive 10% off your order. If you are active duty military veteran, uh, you can call them at 1-800-313-3315 to also take advantage of their military discount at the same time as taking advantage of this awesome deal. Uh, anyway, go to providentmetals.com slash guntalk.html to check all that out, and be sure to enter the promo code GUNTALK at checkout. Okay, so last week... I had the uh, pleasure of announcing on Facebook Live that we are launching an all-new pro-Second Amendment social media site. It is going to take the best, the very best portions of Facebook. It is going to take the best portions of YouTube and Reddit and all these other social media sites and compile them into one community for all of us to get gather and communicate and share ideas, whether they be pro-gun or not. Um, we're going to have a forum where we can all interact and it's going to be a forum that's brought up to 2018 standards. Okay. It's not going to be the forums of, you know, 1997 when the internet was in its infancy. Uh, this is going to be very, very, uh, up to date, very, very clean, very, very aesthetically pleasing. And it's going to be very interactive as well. Uh, I'm going to be starting live streaming the podcast in 1080p. Uh, whenever I, I usually record these on Sundays and they're available for you on Monday. Uh, I'm going to begin live streaming the podcast in 1080p. You can watch it on your phone if you want. There's going to be a chat feature where you can interact with me during the live stream. Uh, and it's going to be truly, it's going to be awesome. I, I promise it's going to be awesome. The podcast will still be available a day or two later on iTunes, Google Play, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you're listening right now. Uh, the It will still be available for you to listen to uh, on demand. That said, uh, there is also going to be a buy-sell-trade feature. So if you have a gun that you're looking for, you have a gun that you're wanting to sell, you can post things up there. You can set, you use uh, our site as a medium to set up the exchange and the transfer. It's all on you. Make sure that you're following applicable laws um, and, you know, go from there. But we're setting up a, a platform for you to, to engage in that. You can find people looking. You can find guns that you're looking for, etc., uh, and that's going to be kind of one of our flagship features. Uh, we're also going to have a YouTube area, a YouTube style area. It's not going to be YouTube. YouTube's not going to be hosting the videos. We are going to be uh, publishing our own content. Uh, you you will be able to watch the uh, the live streams from previous episodes, assuming it's not live. 
uh, you'll be able to watch those there. Uh, you'll be able to watch our gun reviews and anything else that we provide. We will also be partnering with YouTube uh, content providers who aren't making any money at YouTube because they're gun-friendly and YouTube is not. And so we're going to make it a, a benefit for them. So that way they can make more money publishing on our site. You can enjoy content that you actually want to watch instead of this watered-down crap that YouTube makes them put out. Um, and they don't have to worry about their videos getting demonetized or, or taken down. And you, you know that they will always be there. Uh, the site will be free for anybody to visit. Uh, you can watch videos that are published, they will be covered with ads uh, to begin with. Uh, but there is also a paid membership. If you are a paid membership, or if I'm sorry, if you are a paid member, you will not see, hear, or read about a single ad whatsoever. It will be completely ad-free. You will not see, during the live stream, you will not see a logo of Provident Metals behind me. Uh, and that is because if you're paying for content, you are the sponsor you should not have to hear me plug another company. Um, you will uh, also, I mean, our news area, we're still going to be writing articles uh, and publishing those. Those are going to be free to view. Again, it's going to be, uh, it's going to have ads on it unless you're a paid member. Uh, but that way you can still share them on Facebook, Twitter, Google, uh, not Google Plus. Nobody uses that anymore. <laughs> yeah, you could share them on Facebook and Twitter if you want. Uh, and... The, the whole site, I'm just super excited about it. It's going to be truly amazing. Memberships are going to be either $6 per month or $60 for the year. Obviously, the math doesn't exactly add up, and that's the point. If you're an annual member, you essentially get two months for free, and uh, your membership's good for an entire year. Uh, month to month, you, you, know, you pay $6 a month, and then whenever you... Uh, when, whenever you decide to cancel, you can cancel the very next month or, or what have you. There's no minimum. You just, you pay for one month, you get a month and it keeps recurring until you tell it to stop. Uh, the annual membership, you pay $60, you have a full year of access and it keeps going like that. So, um, it's going to be awesome. And you can know that every single dollar that we make from this website is going to go straight to funding our fight in Austin and, and beyond. Because here's the thing. Texas has a, a reputation for gun rights. We have, this, uh, we have this reputation that we are one of the most gun-friendly states in the union, and we all know that that's not true. Uh, but Lone Star Gun Rights, because of what we stand for, we stand for exactly what Texas gun rights ought to be. We stand for the reputation that Texas has but doesn't live up to. And so whenever we take this from beyond the borders of Texas, people can know that, look, this organization is branded Lone Star Gun Rights, but that's because they value what Texas's reputation for gun rights should be. We're going to be a national organization. We are going to take the fight to other state legislatures whenever the resources are available to us. We are going to take the fight to the federal government whenever the resources for us are available for us to do so. I would love to file a, a, a lawsuit challenging the legality of the NFA and the GCA and all the others, but you know, lawsuits cost 
at that level, it's going to cost hundreds of thousands of dollars. So you better believe, here's the thing. We are going to fight, and that is going to be our mission. We're using this site as a means to set up uh, content for y'all, interaction, community for y'all, and we're going to use the proceeds to make sure that we are advocating the very best, the most purest form of gun rights advocacy that is possible. And so I'm really excited about it. I could seriously talk your ear off about it, but I'm, you know, eight and a half or nine minutes in now. Uh, I'm just going to, I'm going to digress. But uh, again, we will be launching it hopefully in January. Stay tuned. We will uh, stay tuned to our Facebook page. We will be posting updates as they become available. Okay. So in case you didn't hear, uh, it is now a felony to, to possess a magazine in New Jersey that is capable of holding more than 10 rounds because reasons. Um, and also this New Jersey state police have reported that exactly zero bump stocks have been turned in since they banned them. Huh? I wonder why they're so shocked. Can anybody tell me why? Oh, that's right. Because good guys don't have any malicious intent and bad guys don't follow the law. Bad guys don't care about turning in or uh, high capacity magazines. Bad guys don't care about uh, turning in bump stocks because, well, quite frankly, bad guys have possession to full auto weapons if they want them. Because, yeah. So basically, all that the New Jersey legislature did is they prohibited the sale of new bump stocks. People who already have it, they're not going to turn them in. They paid good money for that. Screw you. I'm not, I'm not going to give you my bump stock that I paid fair market value for. No. Oh, and this just came out. Uh, shortly after it was announced that uh, New Jersey's high-capacity magazine law went into effect, they realized that the law forgot to exclude uh, off-duty law enforcement. And that just tickled me to death. The, uh, the law does not allow law, off-duty law enforcement to carry a firearm with a magazine that is capable of holding more than 10 rounds. That is hilarious. Uh, there was a memo that I saw. Let me see if I can pull this up here. Uh, the memo basically said that, uh, ah, here it is. Okay, so it says, uh, to all Bergen County chiefs of police, police directors, and officers in charge, and the sheriff, this is to inform you that New Jersey, NJSA uh, 2C39-3 was amended effective December 10th, 2018. That's the new law. This statute now provides that law enforcement officers are not Underlined, permitted to possess large capacity magazines, i.e. magazines capable of holding more than 10 rounds of ammunition, to be fed continuously into semi-automatic firearms, unless while on duty or traveling to or from an authorized place of duty. This statute applies to law enforcement officers, to all law enforcement officers, including those subject to on-call status. Violation of the statute constitutes a fourth-degree crime, which is a felony. There is, le there is legislation pending to am amend the statute to prevent law enforcement possession of large-capacity magazines. 
We'll keep you informed if and when the statute is amended. Please advise your officers accordingly. So uh, the anti-gun left in New Jersey, um, they realized they made an oopsie because the government is allowed to to possess these things. It's the, it's the people. The people there, they are the ones that are going to be shooting people up and they're going to, they don't have the training, you see. Uh, they, they just, uh, they're just going to be hotheads and they're going to start shooting people because they have these magazines that have 10, uh, they have 10 rounds or more. Uh, and the thing is, the way that it's worded is it says a, a magazine capable of holding more than 10 rounds. So, does that include the follower and the feeds, uh, the spring as well? Uh, or does that, if I can fit 10 rounds in a magazine shell that doesn't have a, a, a follower or spring, does that, does that count? That's, that's basically what I'm getting at here. Um, because I know some of my 1911 mags, even though my 1911 mags only hold eight, if I remove the follower, I could probably fit 10 in there to be completely honest. Does that count? I don't know. Uh, anyway, I just found this to be hilarious, and we're going to find out uh, if they end up amending this. Uh, I, I think it's ridiculous. Obviously, I don't think you should be a felon for possessing a magazine. It doesn't matter how many rounds it holds. You should be a felon if you shoot somebody with the intent of killing them, and you weren't justified in doing so. That is what should happen. But... You know, it doesn't. Um, I'm going to transition now. Uh, so bump stocks have been kind of back and forth in the news. Uh, the Trump administration was supposed to announce their new rules on banning them, uh, but they didn't. And I'm curious as to why. Um, every news article that I have read had said had mentioned that they were ramping up to do this, and then... Nothing. They were going to do it, and then they reached out to to anybody in the Justice Department, and they couldn't find anything on it. Uh, you know, I went through and I dug up the pro rule proposal. We posted that back up. Um, I think in January. I think it was whenever we whenever the rule was first being proposed, and I was looking at there were over thirty six thousand comments on this pr uh, rule proposal on the National Registrar's Office. And I was reading through them, and there were a lot that I saw that were very pro uh, bump stock. Stop taking, stop making, you know, things illegal. Only law-abiding citizens follow laws. Blah 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 blah. Uh, there were a lot that were for it. Obviously, I didn't read all thirty-six thousand of them, uh, but it. I don't. I, I honestly couldn't tell you how many were for and how many were against. Uh, but I go through and read some of them, and I just get the feeling, man, that the, the, the those against the rule outnumbered the, those that were for the rule. And yet, the back in October, it was announced that the Trump administration was going to announce finalize their rule. And I haven't seen anything about it. I'm curious as to why that is. Uh, we, we've been very, very critical of President Trump. He's already signed uh, the Fix Next bill, which incentivizes states to dump uh, dump records into the Nix system, uh, regardless of their accuracy. 
and it does so at the, by bribing them with federal funds for doing, you know, the more they do, the better, more money they get. And so it, he signed that into law, and he's been calling for bump stock bans for over a year, and I'm just curious as to why he's holding up. Maybe, just maybe, it's because he knows that he can't unilaterally do that. Because he would be changing such a vital definition of law that it would be the executive branch legislating, which, all, all, all considerations aside, I personally believe that any time an executive agency changes a rule, they are legislating. But I digress. Uh, this would be to such a large extent that it would... Um, it would change law and it would not be able to be upheld in court. Also, there is the slight possibility that Donald Trump, um, as much as he wants to, as much as he would love to ban bump stocks, unilaterally, of course, he knows that there are too many out there and he can't grandfather them in. Here's the thing. He's kind of limited in what he can do. He can either... and. I say can loosely here, so I don't think it's when the within the presidential authority, but with what authority Congress has given him and what he is able to do. I do think that he's kind of at a loss here because what he can, quote-unquote, do is either change the definition of a machine gun to include bump stocks, which if he does, will ban all bump stocks because... Any machine gun manufactured after May 19th, 1986 is illegal to possess. The only time you can possess one is if you are an FFL, which most people are not that have them or not, um, or it had to be made prior to that date, in which case it would fall under the regular NFA rules. So if he changes the definition of bump stock to or machine gun to include bump stocks and binary triggers and all those other things, he's going to ban them outright. And that is going to make a lot of people into felons. A lot. And aside from that, he can either do that or he'll have to do it legislatively. And I think that's the angle that he's playing. Uh, I do not believe that this is some 4D chess move where he... Because if it were, he would have done it a long time ago and then challenged the courts to to fight it uh, immediately and it would have gotten struck down and then he would have been like, yes, yeah, see, this is what I did. That's not what he's doing. Uh, I honestly believe that he wants to see these devices gone. And to be honest, if he wants to see them gone, just re-legalize full auto. You won't need them anymore. Uh, but... I think that he wants to do this legislatively. With a new Democrat-controlled House, uh, that will pass right through the House. It's up to the Senate to block things. And I said before, I don't have a lot of faith in the Senate. I think that Donald Trump is biding his time to see if this, and pressuring people in the Senate, key votes in the Senate, to get uh, a bump stock ban passed. Along with a 3D print gun ban, and uh, probably some other bands thrown in there as well. I, I do not think this is some 4D chess move. I think that he is just actively trying to ban them in the most uh, solid way that he can 
without getting it shot down. So that's what I have to say about that. I think that, and if I'm wrong, let me know. You know, uh, I'm open. We'll, we'll see how this plays out. But uh, we're halfway through his first term, so we'll see. Uh, anyway, I'm going to cut this episode short today. Uh, I know that y'all, all of y'all are, are working really hard to get your Christmas shopping and all that fun stuff done. So uh, I'm going to let you go. Guys and gals, I hope that y'all have a wonderful Christmas, a happy new year. Um, and if you are Jewish, I hope that you had a wonderful Hanukkah. I am going to sign off for the rest of the year, and until next, uh, well, not next Monday, but until next year, Lone Star Gunners, arm yourself with knowledge and share the ammo. Lone Star Gun Talk is a Lone Star Gun Rights production. Hosted and edited by Derek Wills. Copyright, Lone Star Gun Rights 2018.